It's like for the first time ever, I am louder than you. Wait, wow. Isn't that crazy? Usually you, you speak so quietly. Check, check. Check, check. Check. What's the levels like now? Uh, I think it's looking pretty good. I think we're good. Yeah. Nice. Good levels. So what were you doing? That took you so long to get into our podcast that we do together. Just a bunch of work emails that I was sending. You know, I had to get the accounting to... They, were, they weren't working hard, so I had to lay it on them. Oh, you're tell a man. Them who's boss. You're I'm a manager. the boss. Of, <laughs> I am not technically a manager, but I'm the boss of a bunch, ah. of, account, uh, of, a bunch of accountants at my work. So what would that make you? What is your title? <laughs> <laughs> like the accountant boss. Oh, you're not the manager. You're just the boss of the accountants. Yeah, because I don't really manage anything, and I'm only the boss of the accountants. I have no uh, power over anyone else in the firm. Oh, okay, all right. That makes yeah. That makes but all sense. And, and and it's not like a given position that the work gave me. It's just like naturally all the accountants just Gravitated followed me like sheep you. for some reason. Oh, I, I don't see. know why, but it was just how. Mm. How it is and how it is. So I had to email them and and uh, uh, <laughs> the work hard. What's the whipping thing? Uh, depends on what it's used for. The whipping boy or, or the I had to whip the horse into, whip. Uh, you know, okay. Well, whip, you were, whip them into shape. You yeah, were whipping them into shape. Is all yeah. we need to know. Okay. Metaphor metaphorically. Metaphor. Oh, so you're just like hey, you sent them an email and you're like, hey guys, can you work a bit harder for me? Yeah. How many accountants? Wait, how many accountants did you say you had? Four. Four. Why do you? Why do they need four accountants? How big is this company? Just so the one accountant does the thing, and then the other accountant checks them, and then the other accountant checks the checker, and then the fourth accountant is just like a kind of freelance guy that just does whatever he wants. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he he's a freelance accountant. Yeah, yeah. He checks but the he, numbers. But he works there full time. Uh, but, he, but he's freelance. Uh, yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah, it's a pretty life. cool job. Not not in a not in that capacity, but you know, not as an accountant. Yeah, I just kind of fell into it. Really, <laughs> well, that's good. I don't know anything about accounting, so that's the part that makes it a bit hard. Uh, but other than that, it's pretty good because they just listen <laughs> to whatever I say. So I do like that. Uh, in that situation, it's like uh, HR was just like, well, they're all going to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I don't really know. We can't really fire you. So I they guess all you, listen to you and they don't listen yeah. to anyone. <laughs> so you got to be the head accountant. That makes sense. <laughs> because I think I'm so cool. They're always talking about oh, me man, how Chris great is I am. So cool. He doesn't even know how to do this job. That's how cool he is. He's just naturally He's good. Just a good naturally leader. a good accountant. Yeah. Even though he doesn't know what he's doing. Well, that's good to know. I'm glad that that's... So that's, that yeah. was taking up my time. Sorry about that. That's but now okay. I'm here. That's um, good to know. I'm ready to go. Okay. Uh, first order of business on the pod. This is. I think this is our 20th pod. Can you believe that? Oh, that's cool. I know. It's been 20 whole episodes. I mean, we had that one with uh, Renaissance Man, a.k.a. Dave. But... I, I, I'm going to count that in the in the canonical twenty we we have done for the pod. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. like a uh, what's it called? Like um, a special edition. Yeah, it's a special edition, but it is inclusive of everything that we've done. Yeah, so it counts. Okay, second order of business. Uh, Reddit, fucking hell, man! You know, like on Reddit, when it's like 
they do like an ask reddit thing but like they're trying to be better than than they probably are as humans like every time they do a sex one it's like probably the most cringe thing i've ever seen in my life like i don't really know what it's just like a bunch of people just like making stuff up or if they are having sex like it's like why would you have sex with this person do you know what i mean um, explain it a bit more. Okay, so it's like this thread right here that I'm reading is, what is the normal thing that turns you off during sex? And I'm like, fair enough. If you have sex, that's probably happened once or twice. But not, I don't think this has happened to a Redditor. I think the people posting in this thread, and it, they always get like 5,000, 10,000 comments. So like people just love talking about it. And, and what were they saying turns them off? Um, too much heat. I don't want things steamy. I want things nice and room temperature where I can still be comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. It is too they mean, hot. They mean so fucking. like on a hot summer day, they wouldn't want to have sex. Or like, I don't know. It's like you're going to have, you're going to be hot when you have sex because like you're doing physical activity with another person involved, like, and both of your heats will come together. But that's what I'm saying. So then they just don't like physical exertion during sex or they're like, they, (laughs) they, they only do it on really cold days. So the physical, the heat that they body generates doesn't (laughs) counteract the temperature of the room. How can you have sex without any physical exertion? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you probably could. I mean, you can put, you can put it in there or like, like if you're uh, like if you're uh, oh no no easy you just get like um well i guess yeah you, you could lie on the bed and then the girl could be above you she okay. could be attached to a sling a motorized sling that moves her up and down so she's not working and you're not working and then she just goes up and down yeah but that's still physical exertion like <laughs> You still have to do something. I no, think because she's just being moved up and down by the sling. Oh, so like it's a, it's an autonomous sling. Exactly. Thing. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes sense. That would be the most <laughs> insane thing to see. I don't know if that's ever been done. Like a sex swing has been done, but like an autonomous fucking thing like that just goes up and I guess for for, oh, for but, women there. But is. that's that's an interesting idea too is so there's no physical exertion in that. So technically, you shouldn't be generating any heat. But I wonder if just the act of sex period, even if you're not moving, generates heat just because of how stimulating it is. Mm. So there might it might still not work. So, <laughs> so I don't know guy, what they're going to do, man. <laughs> does this person have sex out in like the snow only? Like there's only like a couple months a year. Or if they live on the West Coast, forget it. Or but, a nice like uh, yeah, uh, or an island. <laughs> fast flowing river yeah or like a, a river very cold water <laughs> but then they're also wet so they do they enjoy being wet more than than they enjoy being hot is the question yeah you know? that is crazy though because i could never imagine being hot be like oh man i'm so turned off oh if my anything it, even if it, what no it was like oh my god i hate that especially in winter when you're at her place and she cranks the heater up so there's like for some of these people there's no relief to being hot when you have sex, which but is inevitable. You know what I mean? Like, like if anything, being hot would like it, it may be slightly a turn on just because it's like it's like, uh, yeah, the physical exertion of it, like the energy, you know, the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that it would be like, oh, man, I'm so hot. I'm so sweaty. I don't want to do this anymore. Too many phone notifications. <laughs> it's like the people who complain about like when you when they're in a movie theater and someone isn't quiet this is the the same people in this thread talking about sex so they're just like projecting what they hate about going to the theater onto like having sex which they've never had 
that's probably one of the yeah that's like one of the worst pet peeves to have is not liking people that talk or anything in a movie theater there is no movie no in any modern movie theater that is worth the like to pay attention to every moment you know not at all yeah even really amazing movies it doesn't really matter just watch them again you know like like you have unlimited time it's so insane but i guess it's like redditor people they love those, like they love a superhero movie, so they do want to hear every little detail because then they're like, "Oh well, he said that because that was in uh, comic number one twenty five, and in one twenty five, that was when they said." So you can see that little Easter egg there. And, and then if it, someone and if someone's enjoying themselves at a movie theater, then that fucking <laughs> makes them so mad. So I'm guessing, yeah, like it's literally what I said. It's like these people are like getting so mad at things that are like normal and like intercourse and like. Th- 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 it's just like they're in a movie theater or something. That's what I think. Yeah. And then like when the girls come in and start like commenting, I'm not sure if this is normal or if they really ha- they'd really hate it if someone was having sex in a movie. <laughs> they would fucking hate that. <laughs> they'd be like, "What are you doing? Excuse me. You need to be quiet." Imagine, imagine like physically attacking someone that's having sex. Like, <laughs> you're so angry to start beating the shit out of and, and, and they won't stop. This is my movie. They won't stop. And it's like they keep going. And no matter how hard you kick and punch them, they just keep fucking in front of you. And they're ruining the movie. They hate that. Yeah. Wow. Whenever we've been in movie theaters talking and people like shush us or do whatever, I almost get more mad at them than they are at me for the original like offense that they were, you know, because it's just like I'm mad, I'm so mad that someone would care about that. You I know? feel that. Yeah. It almost makes me more offended that they're offense oh my God. kind of thing. Do you remember? worst? Do you remember when we saw snakes on a plane in high school? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, me, me, Chris, and what was it? Other Chris, and then like some other. Uh, was it Kieran? The Kieran, yeah. yeah. Because because it was basically like uh, he went on 4chan, we went on 4chan. Yeah, and before this it was, was naughty. Well, this is literally like because the what guy it? that made it is our is my age. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was maybe a year after it was made. So it mm-hmm. was still pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It and, wasn't it uh, wasn't like fucked up like it is. And then it was funny, yeah, because that became like a mean snakes on a plane, and it w- and it was like uh, probably yeah, like one of the first like I like purposely ironic like you're yeah, liking it. Yeah. F- as a joke and you're like a post doing that. irony yeah and then what's funny is like because all the people like a bunch of people unfortunately and then we were one of the people that did that and we brought the like <laughs> toy snakes to the movie theater we went to we went to both they got bar. really mad at us yeah, because we, i guess yeah they, well yeah. what what they, I, and now imagine that was way before any of like the shootings like imagine no yeah oh my afterwards, god it would have been like an oh man i mean this is canada but still yeah it's like yeah the, the story is is that we went <laughs> we went to bulk barn which is like a bulk food place in ontario where we where we live um and we just got a bunch of like snake themed shit and then like i think we got toy snakes and then we brought, yeah we brought them in and then we were just like waving them around <laughs> and i think throwing them around we're just doing shit yeah the thing was is because it was like a pretty bad movie there wasn't actually that many people mm-hmm. in the theater right no no it was like literally i think us and then a family and then yeah. i think the family and i don't think complained. i don't think anyone anyone else like no one else that was in on the joke was there no, so not it was all. just us it was just and then us. we watched it. I literally don't remember any of the movie at all. No, neither do I. Just remember, I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes. 
yeah on this motherfucking plane that's the only thing i remember from it like it's such a throwaway movie i think everyone was like what it's called snakes on a plane that's crazy and yeah. then that's kind of it but i do remember like the family i think got pissed and the usher came and then like this poor fucking usher do you guys have snakes <laughs> yeah i remember yeah he was like uh, i think that for a bit they thought they were live snakes what the fuck are you serious and then that's what, like, he was asking us if they were alive. And then and I think we even showed him that they were fake. And then what, I don't think you're going to, like, no. you're bringing in an object to a theater. Like, that can't be illegal. Like, it's I don't just think, an object. No, it's just like, a, <laughs> yeah. Like, so, anyways, fuck that. It's family. not even like food or whatever. Yeah. Fuck that family for ruining snakes on a plane for us. Fuck them. Yeah. But I think we still had a good time, did we not? <laughs> also, it's amazing, like, what they. Remember that time we went to go see Snakes on a Plane and it was ruined by those obnoxious <laughs> teenagers? I just wanted to enjoy this amazing hey, like, when it When did Snakes on a Plane come out? Hold on. Yeah, just like that was like almost 15 years ago, was it not? Yeah, probably. Snakes on a Plane. 2006. 2006. Holy fuck. God damn. Jesus. Oh my God. Yeah, they're just like thinking about that. It's like, how dare those teenagers? ruin snakes on a plane for us how dare they i guess it was also funny because samuel L. jackson was the lead in it and everyone's like what he's a serious actor why would he do this but i mean man that movie i don't like, should we watch it again is there any point to it i don't know it feels <laughs> like it so. wouldn't really be it, it's definitely one of those things where it's like when you're young and we were into fortune and all yeah, that yeah, new yeah, internet yeah. internet humor was all new mm-hmm. i think now it would just be awkward and bad because it's just everything's progressed so far past that that is true yeah it's like just such a moment in time that can like it's just yeah so nostalgia. 2006 that's like yeah fortune literally fortune. May, yeah fortune was created in october 1st 2003 so it was like literally like years. yeah yeah like, we had been on it for probably about a year or so yeah i yeah i know yeah jeez man man that was the thing the other day i was i was was out and and i went by like um you know how they have those ads on bus stations and shit Mm -hmm. they had one that was just um it was an ad for something but it was just a standard like text meeting you know like text on the top that says set up and then punch at the bottom you know like and then that's all that was literally all created on something awful and 4chan that we were doing. Yeah, and yeah. I was just thinking, like, imagine telling us back then that, like, that was going to be on billboards, like, <laughs> memes. Like, I know it was it. so, like, like no one even knew about what was going on on the internet. But, like, like Such no one did. Wild Especially West. anyone, anyone, like, over 20 had no idea. So no. it's so weird to think how, like, just mainstream everything becomes so quickly. Yeah, it's, like, really weird, too, because it's just such a generational thing. Like, on on something awful, like, the more serious threads on there, like, when I go into, like, the Canadian politics thread, everyone on there, people that are my age or younger, they don't get it for some reason, but the people who are, like, 45 with kids, they're just, they just completely checked out of the whole thing. So it's, like, really weird to see how that happens. Like, I don't know. It's, like, either it's, like, you place yourself somewhere and you never leave or it's just like you check out completely it's the weirdest thing i don't know yeah that is always something yeah there there are like a lot of people that like they kind of find a thing that they're into and then they never change yeah, they never you know stop. they never like or, or a lot of people they'll find a music they like and then never mm-hmm. find new music or mm-hmm. whatever you know yeah. like they they found punk when they were 14 and that's all they've listened to and they're like 40 now I mean, like, but, it, that's all but, well and good, but I don't know. It's oh, like, yeah, 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 it's fine. But but it is interesting. Yeah, I, like, 
I don't know. It'd be cool to like something that much where you just never get sick of it, period. Yeah, like I was I'm I've been like Or to find of, an identity or like a yeah. you know, like a community that you're just like, This is me for the rest of my life. That'd be kinda cool. Yeah, but I guess like the reality is of like identity is that it doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> or like in the same way that it existed like for Gen Xers or even like our generation and this you know what I mean? It's like everything is just like a blank slate and then like uh, products and then that's it. But I get what you mean. Like to find something you like so much that you just never get rid of it is such like an interesting thing. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. I was listening to like some, some like new, like hardcore, like Gabber stuff because like, I was just like, what does that sound like now? I mean, that was like my teenage years, right? Like listening to like breakcore, listening to like all that really hardcore electronic music. That was basically just like punk music for like, you know, nerds. But anyways, like I'm listening to it and like it's changed a lot. But what what it changed into for like a lot of it is like it sounds like um, it sounds like Gathering of the Juggalos. And I don't know if like it sounds like fucking new metal. And it sound, I don't know if that's like a European thing where it's like they just have never had like the idea of new metal in their culture. Like they've had like a periphery, like they've seen like people in the States like do the new metal thing and they've probably had people come over, but like they've never really <laughs> like understood like what Limp Bizkit was or like what any of that shit is. So like when they apply that and they think that's like the most hardcore shit in the world and they apply that to like music that nobody listens to and like nobody would ever be able to find. It's just yeah. so fucking weird because like to them, I guess it's like one of the least mainstream things in the world to listen to. You know, like a bunch of people like rapping over like literally like dubstep and then hardcore. And then it just kind of sounds like fucking like, yeah, terrible. Because I was going to say, didn't that kind of happen with dubstep? Like when yeah, Skrillex yeah, yeah. and then post Skrillex yeah. where they kind of got that new metal influence because I guess it's like that aggression. New metal kind of is like the perfection of that, like fake masculine yeah, aggression. Kind absolutely. Of thing. But it's like, I don't think any of these people could ever like pretend that like hardcore like electronic music is anywhere like within like a gender spectrum <laughs> like how could you like that music is just so like nerdy and shitty and just like so diy it's like hard to like even like apply like all these signifiers to it it's just so ridiculous like i don't know where they get off doing that <laughs> it's just insane yeah and is that stuff being um like is it is it like an online thing or is or is it being played in clubs and has like a club scene attached to it? I think people are like playing it. I think it's like like the 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 label I was listening to called Prospect Records are from the Netherlands. So yeah. I feel like Gabber is just kind of like a big thing there and it always has been since like the early 90s. Cuz that's what always surprises me when um what's that thing is it Telecom Beats does the uh 10 the top 10 uh jungle classics or the top mm -hmm. 10 techno yeah. classics and i know a lot of like the techno and house that makes sense but a lot of the stuff like early electro or like uh gabber or jungle it's amazing how there's still djs actively djing yeah. in places you know it's kind of funny yeah because I, I can't imagine that, that that there would be like an active jungle scene and then there's like professional like people that make a living just djing jungle still it's kind of funny i mean yeah i mean that doesn't surprise me and like like the older people still like doing it doesn't surprise me but then the mutations of it do surprise me <laughs> like yeah when it, when it when it's like okay this was like a moment in time and then like the 2000s that was also a moment in time and like they're kind of like solid they're kind of classics and of course like you'd probably want to see like a dj from them 
from from that period right but like then when it starts to get into the people who like or like who are younger than us and like you know like who didn't who grew up with it strictly on the internet they just like go fucking buck wild i don't know what the fuck they're thinking you know it's like it's like how i don't know like i guess like you know how like the in this in the states they took the new metal thing and they started like to do rap music like strictly with it yeah in europe i don't know if they really did that because like i think drill was like such a big thing there that it just kind of leaks out into the rest of europe right Mm -hmm. but then but like i guess yeah it's just like the fucking weirdest thing that they think it's like the coolest thing when you hear like a bunch of like people from from the netherlands start like rapping over like cool hardcore and like dubstep shit and i'm like what (laughs) it's so (laughs) why are you doing that I was thinking of that the about new metal and stuff and uh, uh, like kind of white music like that where I was imagining like an alternate reality where uh 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 black people were the majority colonizers and white people were the slaves brought from Africa or whatever and <laughs> the then, and then I, and I, yeah so just like in a simple little terms just the reverse but then I was thinking about how like so then when you have like black music and art like in in general like when like someone ha- has to go through any kind of hardship period they're going to make better art than the ruling yeah, class yeah, or whatever yeah. right yeah sure and then so as magic so if that was uh, reversed but the white people still ended up making the music that like white people make <laughs> so then so then you would have stuff but then it would because they are they were in this alternate reality they were the ones oppressed it would have like the 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 feeling and the emotional resonance of like so, so like imagining like Limp Biscuit having the like emotional resonance or something of like Gil Scott Heron and then Gil <laughs> Scott Heron is like boring and shitty and like oh and, we like, almost lost a commercial what did you say yeah yeah <laughs> what we is? almost lost to Troy <laughs> almost lost to Troy and what would Karen so good say to you <laughs> and the babies. <laughs> I guess like after watching that Woodstock 99 thing, which was like super like weirdly like not good, but seeing like all the all the vibes was great. It's funny the how how we forget how we forget about all of that music and like forget that that was like a moment in time. You did know? you ever see that uh it was like that short documentary i don't even know if vice did it or one of those youtube channels did it where they went to uh, uh papa roach and then they talked to the guys from the uh, band I think we and just, everything. yeah we talked about that a while ago and you yeah were saying, yeah yeah that that was so crazy because they were i i never like whenever when i was a kid listening to those bands i always imagined that they like even though i liked them and thought they were cool i thought that they were like corporate like like i thought they were like um what's the, what's that word they use um when they create posers? someone uh, not not poser the, like they uh uh oh man it's that nickname they, uh, they give a um they give to like if a rapper they think is actually not uh, like a person that grew up oh industry plant industry plant yeah like when i was a kid i just assumed that uh, like papa roach or whatever would just be an industry plant that got created and and like the backstreet boys or something but then they were talking about where they were literally just like a random small town band and then they just they they started doing live shows and then the live shows just got insanely out of hand because i guess they just tapped into something that everyone really liked at the time and then so like they're in some small town and wherever they were from in america and then like people are coming from like two hours away to see these like 
20-year-old kids play in like some like literal like community hall. And so like it's like like 400 over capacity in this community hall because they're just getting so insanely popular and shit and then and then they and then they get signed and then and then they like make a hit, hit song and everything. That's but weird. Uh, but I never knew that like so I guess like some of those like they weren't actually like as fake as it seems they are. Intra- yeah, I didn't have that concept of like a, a a difference between like a mainstream thing and a and a not mainstream thing until I was like in grade eight maybe like when I started listening to like Warp Records and then like you start to realize that like things is like oh there is a difference between this and that. That's yeah, weird. I and ne- then also I even that. like when I would like listen to like hardcore bands or punk, like there was a lot of hardcore and punk bands where they had the feeling that, okay, this is a natural organic band that like did shows like how we would go to punk shows in, mm-hmm. in, in our town and mm-hmm. stuff. And there is the local bands, like that's what they felt like. But then the big ones like Limp Biscuit and Papa Roach, they always felt like they were just some weird creation or something like system of a down it's it's insane to think of like system of a down just being like a small local band that's so funny but i get what you mean (laughs) (laughs) and then imagine like like imagine like when you're a kid and you hear that over the radio and you're just like this is the most amazing song i've ever heard imagine Mm -hmm. being the kid going to a random live show and then some band is just playing that and you're like well this is the best thing i've ever seen (laughs) in my life i know yeah (laughs) yeah that would be so amazing like to hear the papa roach song what's the hit one that they did uh cut my life into like hearing that live before the any of that music at least you know (laughs) like it's so crazy to think of that music in the same way you would think of like i know like hearing the Ramones or Iggy Pop for the first time or so like where that has like a kind of cultural weight to it but then those new metal bands don't but then they kind of technically were the same in a sense yeah I I one thing I that does always strike me like about that stuff like when I was a kid and stuff is like how short that period of your life is when you listen yeah to music. yeah <laughs> like I remember like you know like listening to like like yeah all that, that is new metal shit and like that probably took like maybe six months max, maybe. Oh, I was going to say, I was going to say maybe a bit longer, like two years, three maybe years. Maybe a year, six, like, yeah, something like that. But still, it's maybe, like, yeah, no, maybe you're right, like two years because I'm yeah. trying to think of like, oh, yeah, I was probably maybe like 14. Like, so I was just going into high school. And then, but yeah, you're right. And then by the time I was like in grade 11, I I was getting into hip hop and stuff and then and then got into house music and mm-hmm. stuff. So then yeah, it's like a three, two year window in your life. And then it's yeah, just like it's the over. most amazing thing. Yeah. And then it's just over and it sounds like bad to you. Yeah, yeah. Like I, you like hate it and you think it's cool to hate it, you know? How about this song? It's the freak phone. And here's the party freak. What about that song? <laughs> yeah, that was not a hit song <laughs> of our teenage well, years. You did you didn't even respond to my my comments about Freddie Freaker. <laughs> Cuz I think you said something directly after that that I responded oh, to. Fair enough. Well, what but I was yeah, thinking, what I was thinking, I didn't want to click on it cuz I wasn't in the mood for that like kind of like <laughs> fucking like like secret society children's like shit. Secret that, like, society children's stuff? Yeah. I don't know what that was. What I was saying was was that it's it would be such an insane time to live through, like that that mid eighties to like almost nineties, where it was like media is just what you see on TV and that's it. You know, yeah. like there's nothing else. So like when you're a kid and you see Freddie Freaker, how much money could they have possibly made? Like I know it's gone forever now, but like 
How like it was two dollars a call to to phone Freddie Freaker. How many fucking people are like, whoa, this is the craziest shit ever. He like looks insane. Like he's asking me to phone one nine hundred four nine zero freak. I gotta do it. I gotta like make sure I see what Freddie Freaker is. Like it's just insane how weird that. I feel it's like we've lost so much of that that interconnectability, like that that sense of wonder, you know. Like, and it's like there's so much of this shit in like the '80s, and like we, it just never stopped. Like, you could just get like you could watch like MTV, and like everything would be like the newest, coolest thing ever, you know. I, yeah, I man. Know. Imagine like the smoky, coked-up boardroom where they're in- inventing the idea of calls that cost extra that's, money, that's, and then try, like that is so man, funny. That's that is some, like evil shit. That is literally what I said, and <laughs> I was like, just imagine. Oh, really? like, the, yeah, that's I, I was funny. like, imagine. I maybe that's why I said it. Yeah, imagine like the coked-up guys who were just like, yeah, they're like sitting down, and they're like, we gotta make, we gotta make something really good, man. We gotta make it. We're gonna make, we're gonna make this thing. It's called, it's called Freddy Freaker. Okay, and then they're like, what are we going to do with it? And it's like, yeah, <laughs> we're going to phone us, and it's going to cost $2. And, and Yeah, and like, I, just, I just mean even like beside Freddie Freaker, even just the idea of that whole thing, because like, there were tons of that stuff where y- they would ask a kid to phone in, and then it costs a lot of money, and then so it's like this weird trick where you get the kid to phone in, they don't really have a concept of it, and then their parents end up having to pay for it because you can't really just like say no. And then so then <laughs> they can't st- kind of, it's like break. a weird scam. But like the guys that invented that scam with the phones, I don't know. Also, what even is that? Like, why did it cost more money to phone? Like, it was like a weird fake way of, like, was it a cut they got from AT and T? Like, they tell AT and T, okay, give us a phone number, and with this phone number, instead of charging the normal rates, you charge them like a hundred times the amount and at and is like okay and then they're like and then we get half or whatever i think because, is that how it worked or like basically from what i understand and like yeah of course this is like literally before our time like by the time we were like able to phone things like we had cell phones you know like we could we could buy a plan where we could talk and text but but i think back in the day it's like there were certain numbers that were collect right and these numbers were just like separate things that you could just pay money to like call like you know like sex hotlines you know i think it was the same idea except like i guess you could charge like literally just a set amount versus like an amount per hour you know i think that's that's what it was that's what i mean though like so are they telling at&t or whoever the phone company is what they want to charge for this line because obviously it doesn't actually cost any more money any phone line is going to cost the same amount of money except if it's overseas and you have to do all that shit you know, so it is like invented. And then so imagine like, yeah, that would be like, who thought of that? Like, this will be a more money call. Like, <laughs> like that's so weird. And t no longer operates a collect call service for the United States. Competitors include 1-800-COLLECT, which is, yeah, I guess it was just like a thing. Like, yeah, I guess you literally talk to like whatever provider you have and just be like, okay, I'm starting a business where people can phone me and then yeah. they give me money. And then they're like, all right, whatever. It's and not then cost I guess anything. it must have been, I wonder if it was like you, you, it's like a profit share or if AT&T just charges you more to have those kind of phone lines. And then they don't actually, so if you don't, if no one phones it, they still make the same amount or whatever. I don't know. 
that is that's a really just su- such a weird thing and imagining like the not the freddy freakers but the ph freaker the phone hackers <laughs> the other that freaker. figured out how to call freddy freak for like free and like, <laughs> just, just fucked the whole right? thing up <laughs> they like, did their no. proper whistles <laughs> oh it's no goddamn blind hackers are fucking up freddy freaker the freakers have freaked the freak you know yeah yeah, oh, I guess, okay, what's the other thing? Yeah, um, uh, there's a TNT opened up on a uh, college, you know, downtown. So I'm pretty stoked on that. It's just What been, does that mean? It's an Asian grocery store that's owned by Loblaws. Oh, yeah, yeah, they have those, like, outside of Toronto. I've yeah, been yeah, to yeah. a few of them. They're pretty good. They're, like, kind of like a... It's like a Sentra that has a bit more, mm-hmm. like, it, it feels... Like, Sentra feels like it's kind of marketed towards white people, a bit more, you know, like it's like isn't Central Korean? Yeah, but it's like it's but they have every like they they don't just only have Korean products kind of thing, you know. Yeah, but I've, it feels like Centra when you go into it, it's like a Korean grocery store marketed for the white people of the area, and then but then TNT feels like because it's uh, especially like wherever I've gone, it's in predominantly like Asian areas in and outside of Toronto, so then it's more like marketed to them, so it's a bit more confusing. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, what I are you gonna? Like- what are you going to get there? Well, I already went. Well, it's just been like, like it opened a couple of days ago, but it's just been like lines down the fucking block, like lines down Spadina. Like people have been like crazy over it. And like, I'm like, it's, you're in Chinatown. There's like a ton of places to get groceries, like the exact same shit. The only thing. Yeah, that, that is kind of funny to have it in China. So that it's not like, yeah, it's not like they have a corner of the market or anything. And it's like when I went in there and it's like, cause the old one used to be, in the in like the portlands which is like way the fuck down down like toronto like you it's hard to get to it but like when i went in there i'm like what am i expecting you know <laughs> like every time i've been to tnt at the at the portlands or whatever it hasn't been that good and i'm like why the fuck yeah why is everyone lining up like is there something i'm missing so like i lined up and this is like at seven I lined up and like I went in and like the place is fucking packed. It's like a really small one too. And everything is like three or four dollars more than it would be down the street. And I'm like, what are you people doing here? Like who are Oh, that sucks. Yeah. But I guess they do have a few things that are like kind of weird. The best thing I got and like this defies all logic. Do they have any of the fettuccines? What fettuccines? Fettuccine candies, you know. Oh, those those ones. Uh, No, I didn't see those. I think those are discontinued. Those were good. No, no, my uh, cousin got them for James's birthday from the Centra in Aurora. Oh, so, oh. yeah. Okay, well, I didn't see Man, that. Man, they're so, I don't know why they're so good. It's stupid how they're so good. They are really good. Yeah. Yeah. But, anyways, here's a product that really defies all logic. And it's like something that, like, I don't even think, like, the Asian market would, would really like. So I picked it up because, like, there's absolutely no way I'm going to not buy this. It's Coke Zero. But it has <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> no, 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 no. It, 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 it's Coke Zero, but it has uh, sugar and caffeine. Sugar, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Coke Zero Plus. <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking. It's called Coca Cola Fiber Plus. It's just Coke with fiber. <laughs> What is the point of that? <laughs> You're laughing so hard. I didn't expect you to say oh. that at all. It's Coke fiber. Fiber. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why that's so funny. Because it's, it's like 
it's it's unexpected. It's unmitigated. You know, like it's unhinged. Like, why the fuck would Coke? Because, like, I get it. It's and also because like, no drink has fiber in no, it. Even no. a natural drink doesn't <laughs> totally have fiber. You're right. in it, So it's very arbitrary. You're absolutely fucking you, right. What are? Yeah, what's the person that needs fiber and like an old <laughs> person? From their Coke but but they, yeah, but they want it from their Coke Zero. When I was looking at it, I'm like, That's so amazing. I'm like, why would you oh do this? God. Like, I don't even like because like nobody was buying it. This is like taking up shelf space, and there's like a ton of other things in the grocery store that are more interesting that Coke makes for like the overseas Asian market. Like, I got this like all their Minute Maid products that they make for for. Um, for like the Asian market are fucking amazing. Like I had this like apple juice soda thing and it's like probably the best tasting apple juice ever in my life. But like, Oh, right, that's awesome. Right beside it. It's just Coca-Cola fiber plus. <laughs> it's like Metamucil. <laughs> or so what did it taste like? I'm drinking it right now. And I can't tell if it's like they dumbed, like they dumbed down the, <laughs> it just tastes like Coke with like shredded wheat. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. I thought it was going to taste like raisin bran. Yeah. Oh my God. Raisin- I, I put it on my oh Instagram my story. Someone like people are DMing me about it, and they're like, "Fiber." <laughs> That's amazing. Everyone is just so confused. They're like, "What do you mean, fiber?" Okay. That's the most amazing thing. I wonder if it was like because you know how Coke does the crazy, crazy targeted demographic campaigns. So like in like Caracas, they'll have a very specific product because they notice that like ten percent more people in Caracas buy this kind of thing or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Mexico, in certain parts of Mexico, they made a 1.5 liter bottle of Coke because they've noticed that most families drink, they buy two liters, but they only drink, uh, yeah, anyways. But um, I wonder if there was some weird ass location where they they had a fiber deficiency and then Coke was like, we we know what to do. (laughs) Well, I'm assuming this is like for the haunt, like Hong Kong, maybe Taiwan. Oh, it it was like, it had like Asian, like, uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Did it have like Chinese writing on it or anything? Yeah. 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 But like, it's it also has English on it, so in case yeah, you didn't know, yeah. it was Fiber Plus. They made sure you know it's Fiber Plus. But like, I don't know. I know it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Like what you said, it's like if you're if you're an older person, it's not like you're you're drinking Coke for the fiber. You yeah. have something else that you're like taking for fiber. You're like eating food with lots of fiber in it. But like, yeah, it's like nuts. I want to, and it's not, and it's not like um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, a, a meaningless healthy thing where no, like no. like like if i get like uh, a coke with maybe minerals added or something i can drink that as and it's fine but if if i can't like i literally can't drink coke fiber if i don't need fiber because then it's gonna fuck me up <laughs> like it's like 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 overdosing on vitamins and shit you uh, know yeah so then that's weird too where it, it can only be sold to people that have like a, a need fiber you know what the okay so here's the other thing. Like it tastes like so specific. So it, what does it taste like? So I was expecting when I opened it, I was like, "This is gonna taste like fucking like shredded wheat." <laughs> like, yeah. What, yeah. what the hell could Coke Coke with fiber <laughs> taste like? Oh my so god. I tried it, and then I'm like, "Oh my god, this is so weird." So what they did, I and they don't do it in in North America, and they don't do it in Europe, and like they don't even do it in Japan. Like last time I was like in Asia proper. Like Coke just tastes like Coke, right? So I wasn't really expecting anything different. But what they did was instead of using like aspartame and like making it taste like Coke Zero, they made it taste like regular Coke. Like when you oh. taste it, it tastes like a like a full sugar Coke, but instead it just has sucralose in it. 
and it also has like like uh, resistant maltodextrin resistant to what the fiber like <laughs> it's like such an insane list of like stuff wow. oh, oh it also has aspartame in it never mind because so i wonder if if fiber does have a taste or not because mm. it's like stuff that has fiber has a taste but i mean like like yeah like those brand cereals they don't taste like prunes and prunes have no, a lot no, of fiber no, no. so that's so weird. Yeah, I don't know. Like, all I'm saying is that when you, if you ever are able to come down again, we're having a Coke and Hyper for sure on me. That's amazing. And not only that, but it's like three bucks for like a half a liter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they they're like are going out of their way to like present like to fucking buy at that place is like so insane. Like not the food buy. Like I think people go there for the frozen food because like I guess it's law blahs, right? So they make all the shit in like uh, Ontario and then they like, you know, you can buy it. Like when I went there, they had Owl of Minerva frozen food. <laughs> if you don't, and Owl of Minerva is like a chain of Korean restaurants here. But like I never knew they had frozen food. They just have like all the weirdest shit. Like, yeah, yeah. But anyways... Uh yeah, Coke Fiber Plus. Uh, if you can go get it, go that's get funny. Owl Minerva is so crazy. Where they have the structure, corporate structure, and wherewithal to literally create a prepackaged food. But if you go to any Owl Minerva, nothing is the no, same. No, no, <laughs> like, not so at Every Minerva is completely different, but they do make their own prepackaged food. That's that is, just, yeah, it's like. <laughs> <what> is, <laughs> To, oh my god to chris's point it's like there's one that we me and chris go to like near where i used to live and it's 24 hours it's complete like it's like a mom and pop operation it's like every it's time on we, Bloor. it's on Bloor, Bloor street which, yeah which is like a, a a major street here but like it's like every time we go there there's just another korean student there and like they always have a different amount of korean students and then like a mom in the back who makes all the food yeah. and like and usually like uh two like uh 20 20 to 30 year old middle eastern guys are there <laughs> as well like that, yeah 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 and at like 3 a.m in the morning on like a wednesday and it's like the and it's like everything is like wooden booths and they're just like blasting like k-pop sometimes like sometimes it's just muted and then you'll just see like the, the people like dancing and having fun and i'm like what is the point of that yeah <laughs> i guess i have like ambiance and and, and multiple so like they'll have three tvs each one playing a different yeah, yeah, k-pop yeah. music video channel so there's like three different songs being played yeah and then okay so that's just one of them and then if you go to their other location which is in chinatown it's completely different it's you just go, have to walk up like literally like five flights it's of in a stairs mall. Yeah. in like a circular care, staircase. Everything is closed, so it, it feels like you're entering an abandoned mall. But then <laughs> this exactly. place is still open. You walk through, and then it has like a very small seating area. They're still playing as much K-pop as the other one, and then that one is like a whole different vibe. There's literally never anyone in it. Ever. No, never. And it's but just they like... seem to do okay business. And then, uh, and then, yeah. And then you, you can't get the same stuff. So like the one at Bloor yeah. has like this really, really amazing thing. That the one get, in Chinatown yeah. has a good thing, but it's not it's, as amazing. And then also the one different. in Chinatown, <laughs> the one in Chinatown, you get purple rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the for one your at Bloor, you get white rice. So that's I... the cool little added bonus. Oh my and God. then once I, when I was going to, um, what was I do? Oh yeah, when I was I was going to Seneca, so I was going for all the way from Newmarket to Toronto. Mm. So on that line, 
to get there in in Toronto, I would I would take this bus that would drive me through Richmond Hill, and then I found out that there's a, a Owl Minerva in Richmond Hill. So then I mm-hmm. went there the once. It's like it feels like going into Sushi Ya, like it's this nice little house, and it's huge inside, <laughs> and there's like packed everyone is there and it feels like almost like when you go into the keg you know like you never go into the keg and it's empty like there's always like everyone someone you go in there but then they have literally nothing even remotely similar to either the blur one or at least the blur and china one are kind of a chinatown one are kind of similar in that way yeah this one is like it feels more like home-cooked korean food like like it's it's very simple stuff like just like spicy beef or something, you know, like, yeah, 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 so then yeah, I got yeah, something yeah. there. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't that good, but, um, well, uh, <laughs> but then, yeah. So then, but then they have their own line of prepackaged frozen foods. So, so yeah. that makes some, <laughs> maybe when you buy the prepackaged foods at each different grocery store, it's, it's completely always completely different. different. I kind of want to like a blue it. packaging. Like I, but the one, I was going to say the one thing that's good, like, because that, that sucks that the TNT, it's like really expensive because the one thing that's awesome about the Centras is they're way cheaper than any other grocery store. And mm-hmm. the food that they have is like insane quality, like like you're getting like the best quality meat, uh, vegetables you get, like literally like you could the herbs you get, you could get like a pack of thyme or, or basil. That's like literally like five of the packs you would get in a normal grocery store for like half the price you get like. The, you can get a whole chicken for like four dollars and Ooh, it's like a pretty pretty decent quality chicken oh. and then you can get like a really really nice chicken for like ten dollars like it's insane and then they have all the fish and beef it's uh so that that's pretty awesome where it makes it like even if you're not if you don't want to buy something like like some kind of asian prepackaged food mm-hmm. it's just literally just a better grocery store than every and so i don't know where they source all these ingredients because why aren't the other grocery stores doing it it doesn't I make any they sense just don't care where are they getting all this like produce where the other grocery stores don't have access to yeah, and like the last thing I'm gonna say about TNT, like the price, it's just like I kind of wanted to go there for the hot bar, so like I didn't have to deal with like going to like one of the places on in Chinatown because they're kind of they're kind of hard to order from, and like I always feel like I'm annoying the person ordering because like they never speak English, and like that's already bad enough. Where it's like if I can't tell them what I want, <laughs> it's like I feel like I'm annoying them and like I'm just like wasting their time. And then like it's always just full of like local people who have been ordering there for like forever. And like they literally like don't even like they bring their own containers and they're like fill it with fucking pork, please. And they're like, all right. And like I was like, yeah, okay. But it's like double the fucking price. Like what are people going to this place for? There's literally no point. It's yeah. the weirdest thing in the world. There's another thing I was thinking of. Where you know how like a lot of people would say like if you're in Chinatown or going to like a Chinese grocery, it's like when you go in, it smells very strong, like of like yes, a yes. million foods, yeah, yeah, almost sometimes like kind of like rotting food or just something. It smells Different. really strong. Yes, and then so a lot of people would say that in like a really bad way or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it smells gross in here. Blah blah blah. I was thinking the other day, like. It's a literal grocery store. It's filled with food. That's how a grocery store should smell. So how? Why do the other like the the Loblaws or the Zairs or the? How do they not do that? Because <laughs> they don't smell at all. And that and is I'm true. Thinking, how the fuck do they do that? Is it just like they have insane ventilation? Because I guess it's well, like you what, like what the? How do they make a grocery store not smell like food? And it's just filled with food that's just sitting there. I <laughs> mean, doesn't make any sense. That's true. I mean, like you worked in a grocery store for a while, and so did I. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, 
Well, I worked at Whole Foods, but like I do, like it did have a smell, but it wasn't like overwhelming. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's fucking weird. Yeah, because you just would imagine if you have a room or a building that's filled with food, it's going to smell like that food. But then these other like the, the I don't know how the grocery stores do that. But I was just thinking about that. I was like, that's that is kind of weird. What a mystery. Yeah. But anyways, for- this is pretty inside baseball. The like, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> Greater Toronto Area yeah. grocery store. Well, I think talk. People, I think people are interested in in what life is like in yeah in the GTA. Yeah. I mean, it's On pre- the dark side. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Like everybody I know is moving to Montreal, and you know what? Uh, I'm not going to move to Montreal. They only have farmers markets in Montreal. Yeah. Fuck that. I don't want that. I want TNT. Actually, the person yeah. just the enemy is from Montreal, and they're like, oh, where do I get this fiber? And I'm like, I don't know where to get Coca-Cola fiber in Montreal. Fuck you. I Fuck don't you. know. Stop, Stop bothering it. me. I got the fiber. Go away. You got to figure it out yourself. Hey, when I was a kid, no one helped me. No one helped Explain me. to me how to get fiber. I had to learn it on my own. <laughs> I would love to gatekeep fiber. As much I didn't as get as any Coke fiber handouts. Cooked fiber. I had to work for my Coke fiber. Very nice, very nice. I have to work for my Coke Fiber. Collect call. Oh. Are you there? Yeah, but you did, you just said collect call and didn't say anything, so no. I didn't answer. In Japan, Father's Day is celebrated on the third Sunday of June. It is not a public... Why would Father's Day be a public holiday? I would love to go to a country where, where Father's Day is a public holiday. And no other... Oh, yeah. Like, Mother's Day isn't, Father's Day isn't. You know, Grandpa's Day isn't Grandma's Day, if that exists somewhere. Groundhog's Day. Groundhog's Grandma's Day. Oh, yeah. I, I was going to say, you didn't, yeah, watch, you didn't watch The Green Knight, did you? Did you watch The Green Knight yet? No, I didn't watch it yet. You got to watch it, man. I might download it and watch it later or something. You got you to gotta stream that baby. But yeah, you were saying it was like good, but it was too normal. Yeah, yeah, it was just like I don't know. I didn't see that guy's other films that he made, and I was like, kind of like just wanted to see what Dev Patel was gonna do, like in a fantasy, because like he's kind of played more drama roles, I guess. Like as far as I know, right? He was in Slumdog Millionaire, and then he was in a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, he's usually always like, yeah, it's like, it's like real drama, like it's not yeah, fantasy, it's not yeah. fantasy. Um, so I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, let's see what he, what he does as like a knight. Let's do that. And like, yeah, it was like, it was like kind of, they were playing up. Like it was like a fantasy, like a, like a, let's go on an adventure. Yes. Like kind of thing. Yeah. Like very like of, of the Lord of the Rings kind of feel to it. And I was like, yeah, like I wanted like the witch, I guess. Like I literally wanted them to like speak in old English. Like I couldn't fucking understand them like in the witch, but instead like they were like pretty legible. And I was like, ah, yeah. I was like, that's kind of annoying. Then it's like, why yeah. don't I just watch Lord of the Rings, you know? And yeah. Then like the kid from uh killing of a sacred deer was in it. Um, I forget who played. I think like all the other people were like nobodies. Like I only recognized two people in it, and that was Dev Patel and that guy. But I don't oh, know. Yeah. And it's like people are like there's cum in the movie, and I'm like I didn't. I don't think I paid attention to the cum. But that's oh, all. Wow. That's all I really know. There's like there's cum in the movie, and I'm like cool. Yeah. The the yeah because from the trailer it made it seem like it was going to be like a, a kind of like adult fantasy mm-hmm. movie, which you normally don't see. Uh, cause everyone like at Lord of the Rings or whatever, even if it's slightly adult, it's still made for kids and stuff. Yeah. Cause that, that would be a cool idea. Like a, like a very serious dark, like, but still very fantasy oriented. 
I guess the the the, the dude that made the the witch and uh, the lighthouse, he's made like I I think they already finished production of it. Uh, and the it's called uh, the the Northmen, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it takes place in like Norse like mythology, and it's about like a prince who tries to avenge his father's death or something like that. And uh, and so that's probably going to be like pretty what decent. we're thinking the the green knight is going to be you know what i mean yeah i don't know yeah. it was just like, a bunch of weird people were in it it was like it was crazy it was like ethan hawk nicole kidman bjork like all the yeah yeah all these crazy people are in it so yeah, yeah well oh wow david uh the guy who made the movie doesn't look insane oh well, he still looks insane but he did looks a little less insane than he did and <laughs> for if you don't know what David Laurie looks like, uh, just imagine the most fucked up looking guy ever made, like kind of scary looking, and that's what he yeah. looks like. You know, I don't know. It's like also it's like an A twenty four movie, so I'm like, you know, they've had a good, they've been pretty good recently, and like they got a lot of hype, and I'm like, they're probably just gonna continue. They had a good run. They had a good run. You know, all yep. that 1980. Wow, wow, just wow. Anyways, oh, he's he's he's. And then, like, the weirdest... I don't know why, like, why Disney bothers to hire these people. Like, I guess they're cheaper than, like, big-name directors. But it's just so funny because, like, he's now directing Peter Pan and <laughs> Wendy. What the fuck? Yeah. They've been doing that recently, like... Like with yeah, like Thor Ragnarok, they got Taika Waititi. Yeah, the yeah, the girl yeah. that did the Black Widow was just doing like kind of indie, like I think similar ideas. She like did where a Nomadland, like, fem- right? Um, no, she. That's the one that's doing. Oh, maybe it is. Hold on, I will but look. They said she did some. It was sounded like it was some European, Chow? like um, no, Kate Shortland. She did this uh, like kind of European indie. Seemed like a similar thing where it's like a military but female lead kind of movie. But um, oh, uh, she's doing. But yeah, they they do that because I think what happens is that they realize that like because it, it's it's kind of like that thing with just movies and TV. It's like the shittiest TV show you you see on uh, on like on like some like very bad like Hallmark thing. Even for a TV show to be horrible, you have to be like amazing at writing, amazing at directing, and then you still end up making something shitty because yeah. it's just very hard. So then I think that's what they figure is like. And then, and then they probably just have people that, yeah, lore. It was like about Nazi and not, uh, not a girl and the Nazis or something like that. But, mm-hmm. um, but so I think they figured that that actually that ends up making a better one is if you get like some kind of like indie director to do like a, a big budget. So then they're still overseeing. It. It's crazy because I watched this uh, h- hilarious like girl that does these uh, reviews for all sorts of superhero shit and stuff. She just mm-hmm. has like this most insane voice, which is the main reason I listen to her. But um, so she knows <laughs> all. Like, wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Roll that back. Who has an insane voice? The woman that does these reviews for all these oh, her. movies yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and stuff. Yeah, beyond the trailer beyond on YouTube. The trailer. But um, <laughs> uh, so anyways, <laughs> based on Lisa Joy's work, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Created with your husband Jonathan Nolan. Do you Jonathan really just sit sit down and just listen to her like yak about fucking trailers? Most of the time, I've never seen what she's talking about, and I just like. Yeah. I know reminiscence. She should be the president or something. And she also makes like hilarious <laughs> jokes that are just like no, they're not, but like just, just these like weird Westworld, jokes she'll just make. Compelling characters. Interesting questions about life and technology, and it's like it's like <laughs> SEO or something. Like, why yeah, would you watch yeah. this? It's just like you're just what? Who cares? <laughs> I just love it. I don't know why. It's gonna be real. 
interesting. This is gonna be real. Why did she do that? Where does she live? Like she lives. She looks like she lives on top of like a gigantic condo tower somewhere. No. I th- it must be like uh, maybe a big city in that isn't New York, mm, like, Boston, like Chicago or Chicago something, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Or sh- maybe I know because her accent, she's not Canadian. I no, think. she ain't Canadian. But um, but yeah, because she has like a crazy like penthouse apartment, eh? Like the background, yeah, she's it looks pretty there. But Lovely. um, but yeah, so then higher than my so she, so she is like a literal Based like movie. Just <laughs> stop it! <laughs> I want to go to her website. Oh, her website just goes to her YouTube page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. But so she's like a literal movie journalist in the sense that she has like connections with every movie theater or movie um, production house. So like she gets all the screeners. She gets series way before they're being aired to review. She's like mm-hmm. part of that, like whatever you'd call that, like the movie. Like, it's the kind movie of an old school intelligentsia. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so she knows all. <laughs> <laughs> it does look like New York. It kind of looks like Chicago. Yeah. But anyways, continue. That. That's why, because Chicago kind of looks like Canada in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. So well, I mean, yeah. it's pretty close. But, um, but so she has all the inside information on, like, all of these, like, Disney productions and all that kind of shit, right? And it's crazy the way that Disney, like, organizes the superhero, like, franchises, like, the the Marvel shit, mm-hmm. where they they literally have, like, they'll pull an actor in and you go for a thing called a general meeting where you meet with, like, eight of the top they have like heads for every single superhero franchise yeah, department yeah, yeah. and they, they these aren't people that make the movies they're just like creative leads that just figure out what to and then and then they talk with the actor so you don't even get hired or like are on it they just want to figure out if there's like a possibility <laughs> and then and then uh they have like literally like like a, a comic book franchise like 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 actually like literally dc comics worth of artists that literally just do storyboarding and drawing of all this shit with like three like make four years program. three four years before they even make the movie so and then they like literally draw all the costumes and everything like that and then they send that to the like so it's it's like the most uh like systematic like insane like system that they've built on how to create this and then i guess the reason that it is because they're really successful so then i guess it just kind of feeds into itself but yeah so i guess yeah, they have yeah. all sorts of crazy theories and that shit sense, that they yeah. do to make the movies like all of them because like i mean all the like the nerds and everything are like oh black widow sucks or this one is really good or that one but like to me they're all literally equally the same yeah and, i don't and they're all the same amount of entertaining as a movie like it's just like a superhero it's like a comic book like they're yeah, yeah, just yeah. kind of fun and they don't mean anything and they're all like that so then yeah they're doing something right i guess i was gonna me- like she's doing this talk with ninja and pokimane or whatever and like Ninja is like looking pretty beat <laughs> these days. I yeah, like... I guess he kind of had a bad run after he made that switch to oh the what was it, mixer. He switched yeah, from Twitch, but okay. then he got paid like fucking twenty million dollars or something. So like, yeah, awesome. yeah. Get... it's like, what's the point of continuing streaming after that? Like, unless you have contractual ob- obligations. It's so yeah, because streaming is so fucking hard. Like it's you're like literally time like, consuming. Like I think the Ninja guy, it was like like what like ten twelve hours Something a day like that, every yeah. day no break and you're just like constantly streaming like that and, and then it's like uh those guys as well it's like I, you can be on the computer for a long time but you're not entertaining like people so no, you don't have no, to like no. talk about shit and then also uh 
I, and it, yeah, it is funny that those streamers where they get po- like the ninja guy where they don't have a personality. They get popular for the way that they play video games, which is kind of interesting. eh? I've never seen like ninjas like actual stream. I just know that he's a personality and I've never seen neither. Neither have I. But yeah. I, I knew that he got popular because he was like one of the best Fortnite was players. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And then so because obviously like whoever the like Fortnite is a hugely popular thing. So whoever the, is the best at it in streams, everyone will watch them because they're the best. So then that was why people like that's why he got so popular. He wasn't like like the Destiny guy or Hassan or whatever, where they get popular. They play video games, but they're popular for their personalities or whatever. He was literally just popular because he like pwned noobs on Fortnite. Mm-hmm. And 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 then yeah, and then I guess it just kind of all went crazy. But yeah, I don't know how the fuck they do. Like, if you have twenty million dollars and they're like, no, I'll, I'll I'm, keep doing I'm, it. I'm out of here. Like, fuck that. Well, yeah. speaking of like millions of dollars, did you hear the Hassan drama recently? Oh, how he bought like uh, the the big house. It wasn't even that big. And then like I don't know. I was looking at his house and I'm like, is this really like what we're complaining about? Like, I get it. Where it's like housing is a, is like a commodity you don't really need. So. Well, for me, it makes sense because it's like, but the, what didn't make sense was that if, if like, cause I've, I've watched like the destiny guy, the Hassan, all those Let's like not Twitch call guys, the, the political, guy. yeah, well, I don't know what else to call him, but <laughs> destiny, um, uh, and, and they're all like pretty equally shitty. Some are yeah, like yeah, slightly yeah. O- more okay, but with oh, the on. Hassan the guy, worst. if you watch any of his streams, it's like fairly patently obvious that it's like. He isn't like an actual active, you know, like he he is he wants to be a celebrity and that's all he wants. Like He's like, uh, what would you say? Like, like what people talk about, like with a right wing guy like Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Bill O'Reilly doesn't really care about like he wants to be like a talking head and a and a famous celebrity for his opinions. I think he more. I think you don't see Bill O'Reilly like going to marches and and going to like uh, like all all lives matter marches or whatever, you know, and then the same with Hassan. Like whenever you watch, it was very obvious that he's like literally like uh, like how any other celebrity is. They like buying fancy clothes. They like. They're like yeah. having a yeah. crazy nice apartment. They like want to be in all the cool parties in LA and stuff. So then it's funny that that. But I guess maybe it's like I, I maybe it's just people that don't really uh, they've never watched. So then they just heard like the from the outside or something like that. Yeah, I because don't know. it's insane. It's crazy if if you are like that like political agenda and then you're like buying like you know you know it's just yeah. insane. Like there's no way you can. um come to terms with that so then it's fairly obvious from the start like even if you're just doing small things um spending your money that that you aren't actually like a a genuine like person in in that you know what i mean yeah you're not like a a high school teacher that works with like union activists and you make like forty thousand dollars a year like those you know what i mean like if you gave those people five million dollars, they're not gonna spend it on a house, right? Like no. it's just because that's what they're. It's just different priorities in their life. Yeah, I'm gonna call it a, a day. Please uh, sign up for the Patreon. That's uh, Patreon.com/slash/CollectedSearching. You also support um, the account that I run alone. Chris doesn't do anything. Chris just shows up for the for for this for this this part of the job. Another uh, lie. <laughs> he literally has never posted. He doesn't even look at the account. Andrew's lying about no, this. No, no, another no, way. No, no, no. When he says people on the internet always lie, he's one of them. As well. <laughs> I am not a liar. Chris just thinks I'm lying because he thinks everyone is telling the truth, but he thinks I'm lying the most. 
I actually hand wrote all of the searches. They aren't. They aren't real. <laughs> uh, He's been lying to you uh, about that. They aren't from a leak from AOL. They're actually handwritten by me. All of them. No, he's telling. He's telling a big lie. He's a fibber. He right, anyways, um, but anyways, yeah. Uh, sign up for the Patreon. Um, and that's it for this week. Anything else you want to add before we cut it off? No, sounds good. Okay, bye, the Chris. End. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bye. Bye.